Is it not Bedfordshire, Matt? Yeah, mate, that was, uh, that, was, that was mental. We put uh, Monty Palace off playing the first that game. What I usually do is put a little stupid name at the start. So that's why Liam's name's Left Arm Christmas Presents or whatever it is. Yeah. Or I bowl Christmas yeah, Presents. Okay. Yours was uh, <laughs> yours was poor man's Gregor Preston Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, see Sweeney having them at five, I tell you what, Gregor's not happy with that. That was that was all me, mate. That was all me. Was it Hoggy? Oh was it? Yeah, he's he's a. Uh... Right, okay. He's uh, I don't think Gregor's batted five and he's like I thought to be I thought he was open batter. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Gregor's not get Gregor's not get uh, any sort of run strike rate in him. Has he got has he got a brother that plays as well, Nick? Yeah, well, he's we brother Alistair, but um he's away. He's been in America for like three years now. I think he's just been travelling up and down the States. Just he's not been around for a while. It looks like what looks like you've been doing the same. Fucking Chad Hogan over there with his beater on. Yeah. <laughs> it's the uh, it's the it's the MJ one, mate. Oh mate, have you watching that? We're watching Oh mate, it's so good. I've got the last episode to watch, it's unreal. What's this you're watching? The last dance. You watched that hog? Yeah, mate. four episodes in. Yeah, mate, I've I've just got the last one to watch, it's unreal. So good. Uh, my birthday in lockdown was uh, uh it was a bit strange to be honest. Like I think we'd uh, obviously I've gone to air this year, so we were supposed to be at Irvine away. So a birthday in lockdown. I don't know whether that was a good thing or a bad thing. To be honest, have you you held up the way? I played there once, mate. And it was horrific. Barmaid, though, she absolutely. Yeah, I've held up at the barmaid. Changes the day. Yeah, was it shaky that was in that? I've, uh, maybe I missed out. Mate, you've definitely missed out. It was me and Liam. We finished the Scottish <laughs> Cup game there. Walked into the boozer. It's like a 45-year-old thing with wet-look leggings on, it's like, staring us down from behind the bar. Oh, Jesus. It's like an old man boozer, isn't it? Like, it's not even a complex. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Thought I'd walk into Stringfellows or something. <laughs> <laughs> Outrageous. Yeah, uh... Now, what were we talking about there? No, that was that Gregor Preston Jones was... That was all me. I don't know why. I've just looked at one scorecard. Right. and he, I, Trust me, he was batting number five. It might, do you know what it might have been? Would it have been possible like a rain-delayed game where it was reduced? I don't know, I didn't look because that closely. I think in, in any sort of rain-delayed game, we sometimes put Gregor down and maybe put me and Staffy into open. Um, but yeah, Gregor's, Gregor's definitely more of an opener. He's your Stuart Murray of modern day, Fergusley. Ah, is he? Well, fair, fair point. Anyway, it's good to, ha- it's good to, it's good to have... Um... Uh, fast bowling all rounder on the I show. I'll tell you what, see, I'm, I'm, I'm bowling, mate, I'm bowling mid 80s now, I'm telling you. Take that little bit. <laughs> bowling in the back garden. Bowling quicker than Hoggy ever bowled. <laughs> that is outrageous, mate. Usually, uh... <laughs> I see you did some uh, some declaration bowling for Bedfordshire on Crick Info. Bedfordshire? I'm a five minute. Is it not Bedfordshire, Matt? Yeah, mate, that was uh, that was mental. We put uh, Monty Palace off playing the first that game. 
<laughs> Genuinely, I was I was sitting, really? sitting in the changing room just filling in for this like minor counties game and Monty Panas all walked in the changing room and I was like, I'm, I'm fucking dreaming here, man. Has he got the biggest hands in the world? Oh, mental, like, mental, like he's, he's just you, you find yourself like just drawn to him, like he just everything he does, you're just like you are, you're insane, man. Like some, like I, I'd lead an edge went up and he was fielding it mid off, and it was the easiest catch you've ever seen. And I remember I was at cover and I turned round, and I saw Monty was under it, and it was the weirdest thing. I was like, this guy's played how many tests for England? And I was like, he's definitely sharing this. I was like, there's no way he's catching this. <laughs> <laughs> and did he share it? No, he got it to me. He, he clung on. It for, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a bit like you trying to take a cotton ball. Oh, yes. There he is. Yeah, I nearly lost my a good looks that day at Tech yeah. I thought he would take my head off. Yeah, I missed I, me. I must have missed me by about. Yeah, I do remember it actually. Right, as, soon as, as soon as you said it on the podcast, I, I remembered it. Was it Clydesdale, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 It was travel, mate. So, yeah. um, so Monty Panathar, was this before or after he pissed all over those folk in the nightclub? What was that, Hog? Did you hear that at all? It's like breaking hey, up. Hey, the Monty Panathar game you played, was that yeah. before or after he pissed all over the folk in the nightclub? Uh, definitely after. Definitely <laughs> after. It was like just, Did you ask him? No, well, it was an interesting guy. Like, we were out, we went out for dinner with him, and like he kind of, it was one of the. He sat in the middle, and all the boys just sat around him, and he, all the conversation just went through him. I think all of the boys were just like very interested. But it was interesting because uh, Gary Pratt played in the other team. But he was fielding. He was playing with the other team, man. What a, he was one of the worst guys I've ever met in my life. Like <laughs> genuinely, I'd just come down for a wee gig, like not not looking to do too much. Hadn't said in the field, and he came out. Back him up to Batman, and you think I'd like spat on his mum? <laughs> it was just like he just he was spraying me. Is that right the same guy who? Yeah, ran punting out. Ooh, yeah, he was still he was still dining on it. All the boys were like, "Yeah, don't don't take a single to him, boys." I was like, "Fucking hell!" Oh, it was terrible. Well, though. I know, I know. That is quality. How did you end up playing for Bedfordshire? Um, I think Riyadh was Riyadh was up. I think that was his first year, and um, I think because he'd been down at North Hans twos, so I think they phoned him up and said like, uh, "Have you got like a we've got a, we've got a spot? We need two players. Do you know anyone?" And um, I think we both got pretty close, just starting playing Warriors and stuff, and we went down. But I think <laughs> I think funny story, they actually ended up losing the game because Riyadh played. Like I think because he he wasn't like officially ECB qualified or something whereas I was because I was obviously fully Scottish qualified I don't know I might be wrong but there was something in that that they ended up losing the points because we had ended up <laughs> right we're going to uh, going to get started Michael usually uh, we'll keep these questions till the end but we're going to change it up and use you as a bit of a guinea pig so we're going to start with these okay mate sounds so good power play questions mate okay so I'll start us off dead simple red ball or white ball White. Zeus or Kookaburra? Zeus. Yes, good answer. <laughs> I'm not even sure if these are still going, mate, but Vienna's or Lava? <laughs> Definitely Vienna's. Although the first floor is the smelliest thing you've ever smelled in your life. <laughs> is this place in Paisley? Yeah, mate, terrible. Decent. Buckfast or Mad Dog 2020? Mad, Mad Dog, not even a question. What, what flavour are you going for? 
either Merlin or Dragonfruit. Knows his stuff, like knows yeah. his gear. Paisley, mate, we've got we've got the we've got the good tonic. <laughs> I like it. Shower with the boys or a Dundee shower? Shower with the boys. Jamie Langfield or Craig Sampson? Who was the first one? Jamie Langfield. <laughs> Clangers. Uh Probably Sampson, just because he saved that penalty against Celtic in the semi-final. Preston Jones at five or Preston Jones at one? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely number one. I've seen him at five. A Chris Soule bumper or a Stuart Whittingham bunk- bumper? Uh, Whittingham bumper. Stuart, uh, Soule's, is, Soule's is quick. Difficult to pick up. I like your mic. Hello? <laughs> I can hear you. <laughs> I said difficult to pick up obviously with a 15 degrees yeah yeah I think uh, that that might <laughs> comes out a bit quicker <laughs> brown envelope or batsman's paradise batsman's paradise ah yes it's <laughs> <laughs> a good question Lanks League or the WDCU Prem? National League. No, no, Lanks League. Lancashire. Oh, Lanks League. Oh, I thought you said National, sorry. Uh, WDCU Prem. Omar Hussain or Majid Hack? Probably Omar, just because I've played with him. Burgundy with green and black trim or Burgundy with gold trim? <laughs> uh, Burgundy with green and black. Good man. Love Street or St Mirren Park? Love Street. Definitely Love Street. What a place. Tease it, Pollock, or bring your own? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bring your own is a hundred times better than tease it, Pollock. (laughs) That's what we're after. Bat an all-rounder or a batsman that bowls a bit? Bat an (laughs) 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 all-rounder. A pint sesh or a nip sesh? Uh, pints. Solid. Arun Tahir or Hamza Tahir? Uh, Hamza, just because he's a bit older, more experienced. Arun will be good though. Arun will be good. Warm up football or warm up rugby? Why is that even a question? <laughs> What's rugby? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You'd be surprised if I Boys. Especially from the East, who would answer with the completely wrong answer. Yeah, when I was in New Zealand, they warmed up, we touched rugby, and it was just, just shocking. That is embarrassing. Hair like Greg Cameron, or hair like Kyle Kutzer? Hair like Greg Cameron. <laughs> his wee uh, headband that he wears as well. <laughs> Keeps his hair out of his eyes. Does he get them from manbands.com? <laughs> You'll have to ask him, but I don't know. If not, then he should be because it's a good website. (laughs) (laughs) Rain card or an early night? It's got to be a rain card. (laughs) Night in with Kazim Sheikh or night in with James Ellis? Uh, night in, a night in the shaky. <laughs> Definitely. Give me that. We'll watch over the we'll watch over the, the cricket Scotland highlights. He'd tell you a fair few stories about all those, those <laughs> yeah, 18s that he yeah, scored. See this ball. 
Hey, I'll tell you what, he's fair, he's fair getting his podcast in, doesn't he? Doing some job. Fire on, man. He's getting some good, good folk. He's, he's, <laughs> he's done about 40. <laughs> his missus must have the patience of a saint because mine hates me doing these. Yeah. So he's done about four a day. Yeah. He's, he's doing millions. Some man, he's absolutely loving it. Yeah. A St Mirren win at Celtic Park or a St Mirren win at Ibrox? St Mirren at Celtic. Definitely. Absolutely brutal, man. What, what are these boys Definitely. on? Um, the same away. Uh, Michael Paps or Floyd Reefer? Uh, I'll go again, Paps, just because I've played against him and like what New Zealand's all time run scorer or what a player. But and I never saw Floyd Reefer. I think Reefer was a good ten years before me, but apparently it was it was real good. I remember uh, going through to Fergusley to watch a Scottish Cup game once. Well, I must have been about twelve or thirteen or something. I was actually in the nets with Staffy. It's a weird memory. I don't know why I remember this so well, but um leading up to the game, everyone was talking about this Floyd Reefer boys, this is that absolutely unbelievable place for the West Indies. And they got him out like third ball for fuck all. Right. Just remember, remember the celebrations. Remember Staffy tell me in the nets. We better watch out because you hit some over here. Those <laughs> 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 right. was, uh, was, uh, those old nets were something else, weren't they? They were terrible. They were the far side of the ground. Yeah, yeah. We've, uh, have you have you been since we, since they got new nets in? Uh, three years now. Ah, okay, nah. Yeah, like. Right, proper, right, real good ones. Like I think mean, pretty similar. The same, I think they're the same nets as false, but they just don't mm-hmm. have the the big cover over them. So a good facility they've got now, and it's like side on to the ground now instead of running onto the pitch. So you can you're not running about on the pitch, which is good. Air must have better nets though, do they? <laughs> have you seen the air nets? They look like a fucking driving range from about fourteen years ago. <laughs> Share a room with Grievo or Grievo slapping one back at you? Oh, slap one back at you? You catch that easy, days. <laughs> in fact, I've had to share a room with him, so I've never had him slap one back at me, so I think I'd take that. Ibiza with the lads or a week in the sun with the missus? Oh, she's going to listen to this. Uh... <laughs> You've done it. <laughs> uh, I go Ibiza with the lads. Yes. <laughs> do, you, do you stay with your missus? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's we've uh, well we've just we've just bought a house together, but we we were supposed to move in the tenth of April, um, but obviously that's a new build, so they've not quite finished building it yet. So I'm just in with her and her parents. She's giving you a lockdown haircut, right? Uh, well, her mum did, so <laughs> I'm scared to take this cap off. <laughs> that's why I'm wearing one as well, mate. <laughs> yeah, what caps are going to the amount of sales and caps are going to. Go up massive. <laughs> yeah, he's got Sweeney's got his as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm so bad. Don't go on about it. Right. Win the league or win the Scottish Cup? Uh, I've never won the Scottish Cup, so it's something I want to do. Win the Scottish for me. Grange or Clydesdale? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, God. I'm not very good at this. Uh, it's probably going to be Grange. Scott McElney tweeting about Spurs or Jamie Carruthers tweeting about Rangers? Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Jamie tweeting about Rangers. Anything but Spurs, like plastic English Premier League. <laughs> I think shank. so, yeah. 
Yeah, I love Scotty, but Spurs is, Spurs is brutal. <laughs> right, last question. Take a game. Okay. Take a game for the MCC or your car breaking down. <laughs> car breaking down. Yes, good man. <laughs> Another one for the boys. <laughs> None of that rubbish on this podcast. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Right, serious stuff now, mate. Um, okay, mate. Where did it all start for you, mate? Where did the, where did you pick up the, the game to start with? Um, I think it started for me when I was probably six or seven, I think. So I think I just saw cricket on the TV. Just said to my dad, like, I'd, I'd like to try that. I think I was just at an age where I thought, can I want to try anything? And uh, luckily my my gran and papa's neighbour was also my dad's old PE teacher, who turns out to be Sam Scott. Ah. Um, so I had a... Uh, what a legend of a man he is, actually. I bumped into him the other day walking down... Uh, Walk, walk out my, my daily walk but um, yeah so I think my dad just got in touch with Saggy and just said like my boy wants to come down and give cricket a try and I went down I got pretty good coaching from, from the outset and found out I, I really enjoyed it I remember thinking back to those days like remember going down to Fergusley on a Tuesday night and there was 100, 100 juniors down like it was it was mental it's vivid like clear there was so many kids so many kids down we had so many junior teams and it was absolutely flying and then like it's just ever since it's just kind of dwindled and it's been a real shame because the club's been able to produce some some really good players yeah was that was it sam scott that was in charge of all the junior setup when you started Emmy, or was there other coaches you can remember or yeah players pretty much yeah he was yeah he was well he was like the he was like kind of in charge of the, the junior setup but i think uh, there was a lot of volunteers um a lot of volunteers that helped out. I think the pro and the amateur that, that moved up and like every year the pro they we were really good at getting them in and getting them in taking coaching. Um some really good help. Uh Gregor Preston Jones's dad uh did a played like he kinda took a lot of our age group stuff. Uh Stuart Kennedy was always he was always in charge of our age group because his son was my age as well. So he kinda drilled us really well from being 11, 12, 13 and I think any any sort of player that wanted to come under Stuart Kennedy was going to have a bit of fire in them because I think I would kind of I, I think some of what he had has kind of rubbed off on me from a young age. Aye, who else came through that at that time? Were you at Fergusley then? Was that boys like? So do you remember? Yeah. Um, do you remember Stuart Darroch? Nah, not really. Do you remember Stuart Stubby? So Stubby played Scotland age group with me. Uh, we were both the same age. Um, um, and he he was like an opening batsman, just like me, big massive boy for his age, and just battled it. Um, he was he was good. Uh, so me and him, me and him were the same age. Hamza's the same age as me. Um, so we had a and Gregor Preston Jones's wee brothers the same age as me as well. So us four were kind of we had a we had a pretty strong like start to to any sort of junior cricket. Um, just above me was obviously Gregor. Uh, and then just below me was Harun and Tamur, uh, Tamur Ahmed. So we've had we've had like a pretty decent kind of generation of players that are coming through. And there's a few boys, Tamur and uh, Hamza's we brothers are both seriously good players as well. They're only ten or eleven, and uh, I think they'll both be pretty good Brilliant. as well. Better than better than I've seen at that age anyway. Super. Who was the who was the oppos back then? Who were the team to beat? Were you guys the top team in the West at that time? It was it was always us in Clydesdale, always us in Clydesdale. I think from from memory, I think it was Uddingston weren't too bad, but it was always us in Clydesdale and Pollock. Um, but 
Clydesdale had like 11, 11 actual cricket players, um, whereas most teams had one or two. Uh, but I think that just they had they had however they had millions of juniors from what I remember. So I think me and Lyle Hill were always pretty close. I don't know if you remember Lyle, but um, he was he was a pretty good player, and then he he kind of he got. A, Offer at Cambridge Uni and missed out on the 19s World Cup because of that. But I think he's taken a slightly different career path. But he was he was pretty good. Oh, was he a bowler? Funny what happens to a lot of these. Yeah, kind of all rounder, more of a bowler, but yeah, he could bat a bit as well. Yeah, amazing how many players just kind of just fall by the wayside. Totally, totally. Yeah. Was, <clears throat> we're going to run a show on uh, where are they now eleven, and it's it's funny. Ah, it's, it's a, it's a, you get some good players. Totally. it's a sport unlike no other that seems to get. Uh, that's 17, 18, and they just don't, they just don't carry on unless you know. Yeah. You get the odd team that go through, yeah. and you have. But yeah, a lot of decent cricketers that should have stuck with it. I reckon. Um, did you get yeah, it at definitely. school, uh, Mike? Did you ever get cricket at school, or was that de- definitely no. not? Uh, not in Paisley. He gets stabbed for saying cricket. I <laughs> ah, never got caught in your whites. Any of the boys would do, yeah. No. No, exactly. <laughs> So when did when did you start uh, kind of attracting district kind of recognition? Was um, that always from a young age? I think yeah, from a young age. I think um, I think I remember we went. Remember going to Merkiston, um, the under twelve festivals, and like those were. And thinking back, those were like so amazing times. Like just uh, getting getting to go away and thinking like I'm playing against the best players in the country at the moment, and the country seemed massive. Like when you're ten or eleven. Um, and just think, like, going to go away, spend some time with, like some of the boys. It just felt like a, a trip away, um, and that was good. And from there, it just kind of kicked on. I've been lucky enough that managed to kind of perform well in that, and just stayed in the Scotland setup, um, kind of all the way up. Uh, I was probably, I think, under seventeen um, was probably when I really, really started to kick on. I didn't have a great year, and then I think I. I a pretty big knock against Cumbria, uh, and that put me into the 19s team for the next year. And then from there, I just kind of kept stepping up. That's one. Who was uh, coaching your age group stuff coming through? I Scotland stuff. Who's who, um, who saw you through? 15s, 15s we had uh, Righty. So he did Righty, and uh, I think Smudger was kicking about by then. Um, so we had Righty, and then 17s we had uh, Willie Morton. Obviously, late Willie Martin, which was, which was a terrible shame. But he, uh, he was he was brilliant. I remember I could I've got a few stories about Willie. I think that uh, I'm sure a lot of people have as well. But Willie and Billy McPate, and then just jumping up to the 19s. Righty obviously came back in, and he took the 19s from there. So the pretty Righty's pretty good. Obviously, him being from Paisley, I think he he had a little bit of a soft spot for me. Um, so I think he. He definitely worked me quite hard, and luckily he saw a little bit in me that that pushed me. Definitely. And then when did you start? Did you play much in like the twos and threes, or did you get pumped straight into the into the ones? Did you play a lot of men? Yeah, so I basically played. Yeah, I basically played two two second eleven games where I batted at four, and then Gregor broke his ankle in an under eighteen's game, um, and the week. That was the Friday night. Um, it was an under fifteens game, I think, or an under eighteens game. And uh, yeah, I was I was drafted in to play first team at uh, fourteen, opening the batting. 
Um, we went, we uh, we drove up to drove up to Pennycook, and uh, I don't know if you've played Pennycook in those days, but they had uh, they just signed a pro, Janaid Khan. Yes. Uh, that they got from Pakistan. He'd played Pakistan first, yeah, first class, and uh, I get I get sent in to open the baton against against Janaid Khan, and this boy was bowling like thunderbolts. I remember Staffy faced the first ball and I remember like being very nervous, been standing there like, Jesus, what am I doing with my life here? <laughs> see if my pals could see me here. And uh, uh he, he bowled this ball that uh, like kinda of dug it in short of a length, went past Staffy's chest and Staffy just stood there and watched it and I was uh, like he came down to me and he was like, Oh it's not that fast and I was like Jesus like proper proper scared. I remember like I dug out like a, a horrible maybe twenty five off about thirty overs. Like real, real slow. I remember I got out and got a massive send off. <laughs> no way. And, um, like it was yeah, it was I don't I don't know his name but was it is there a guy there that's missing his pinky? What club are we talking about here? Do you know? Penny Cook mate. And he was a he was uh, not oh. Penny Cook, sorry, no, not Penny Cook, Fruki. No, yeah, Fruki. It wasn't Penny Cook, it was at Fruki. Probably, probably a few uh, with an extra finger in Fruki, no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe a few sick. <laughs> Some old boy gave me a send off. <laughs> 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 he needed it for his, uh, his seat <laughs> and uh, he gave me he gave me a send off. And I remember, like, I must I had so much adrenaline, like thinking, Christ, I managed to get through through that boy bowling heat and then I remember turning around and waving my bat in his face this wee 14 year old boy with his good one <laughs> waving at his face and uh, uh, I remember like I get kind of I get escorted off the field uh, like burst into tears in the changing room must have just like so much emotion um, and then I think from there I was like fuck I'm really going to need to toughen up like I've, I've, I'm going to have to put down like a, a fight and I think that kind of that for me was definitely a defining moment I was like I'm playing first team cricket here I'm going to have to get a bit between the teeth and I think that definitely defined the way that um, I now play cricket I think I've had to play like that I think playing the Western Union at that age um, struggling to get the ball off the square and old guys just absolutely abusing you for it and you're like I'm trying my best right I'm 14 <laughs> tough, tough schooling for sure but it's, isn't it crazy how you you remember these events and you can still recount them you know 10-11 oh, years later so who's, who's all in that yeah, uh, I can, I can still like, uh, yeah, I can still feel it. Uh, who's in the team? Um, so me and me and Staffy opened the batting, and then we had our pro that year, pra, Pravin Jan Malik. Uh, that was like a serious player. Um, we had an amateur that was all right. Um, Alan Morris yeah. would have played. Okay. I remember his name. Yeah, older boy. Yeah, so Aldo played. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was the story with the pro, mate? Pretty good. He he was he hit like a he hit a kind of match winning fifty in the two thousand and eight Scottish Cup final against Pennycook at Oddingston. <laughs> um, he uh, he told us that he he had to leave halfway through the year because he'd been no it was at West Lothian. Oh yeah, Aldo's knock was at Oddingston. Aye. But uh, the pro Prav told us that he'd been called up to the Arissa Premier League in India. That, that kind of that was a weird that was a, a pretty weird yeah. like season for the club after that. Um, but I think that all that all got ironed out. We didn't. When was when was that? Um, I would have been fourteen, so two thousand and nine. 
Did you go to the Scottish Cup play? Yeah, yeah, I do remember his name. I remember him being a handy player. Yeah, he was. Oh, he scored. He must have scored six six hundred and fifty runs in about half a season, three quarters of a season. Um, and I mean, I remember him. I remember him just scoring a hundred pretty much every week, and we would score one seventy. Like we just had a we had a team that was either like me too young, um, or the other way like Stuart Kennedy and Aldo. Um, that was maybe a little bit too old. Um, well, not too old, but maybe had kind of lost that real fight that they had, I think, playing in the league as well, because we, we suffered a back-to-back relegation, lost Madge, lost Anjan, lost Murray. Um, I think that was a kind of... We, we were pretty low down then, yeah. I think it was a real good time for me to get in, because it definitely definitely broke me in pretty quickly. I had to become a, had to become a bit of a fighter, a bit of a battler. Yeah, definitely. Because I remember that Ferguson were a quality team, and then all of a sudden they just sort of they just yeah, fell won, away and they were away. The, so would have been it would have been two thousand and ten because we won the two thousand and eight Scottish Cup, but we get relegated, and then get relegated the year after again. So it would have been two thousand and ten. Um, so yeah. I, it was it wasn't great, but then to be part of obviously kind of the rebuild and bringing it back up with a few of the younger boys at the club and Jamie and Cami, Staffy, Gregor, me, Hamza, Harun. Like it's, it's it was a real for like eight seven eight years we had like a a brilliant time, and and now it means fuck all because now you've just got an air. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're nah, right. Uh, that was a. Uh, I think uh, we'll go, I think we'll get onto the air thing later on, but no, nah, Ferguson's still Ferguson. Like uh, I'm not gonna not gonna lie, but Ferguson's still my my number one club, and like. Uh, Still, I still call it. Still think of it as my club, um, a club that I'm part of. Like I would hate to think that I go down and people look at me and say like he's not welcome here. Which the boys in the group chat probably will say that. But <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I know <clears throat> having like Hoggy when he moved to Forfarshire, like he was he was still welcome at Arbroath and you know open arms when you went back. Was that right, Hog? Like, no, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure the Ballet Brothers had something to do with that. <laughs> he always got a nice welcome. No, I'm sure. I'm sure the boys at. I'm sure the boys at Fergus Lee will. Uh, will be a bit nicer to you than than I was treated when I left our bro. Yeah, so. sure. We're all happy families yeah. again because now I'm back and. Uh, yeah. Jim, I can't keep them happy by scoring more than fucking ten. <laughs> Had a few uh, decent nights in uh, in the clubhouse at Miko Riggs. Yeah, some some brilliant ones like. Even at that time, the, the the boys were just like, "There you go, there's a there's a can of coke, drink that quickly." I was like, "How much?" And they were like, "You'll find out soon." I had a few too many nights as a fifteen year old like that. <laughs> Getting cans of coke falls down. Me. <laughs> Obviously, um, through I suppose your success at Ferguson, you've kind of rolled on, and then in 2014, you headed off to the UAE for the Under 19s World Cup. What did you yeah. make of that? I was, yeah, it was, it was an amazing experience. The whole kind of leading up to it was amazing because I was, I'd just finished school, so I get sent out to New Zealand uh, to the Ben Williams Academy um, for three months, just as like a kind of pre World Cup thing. So me, Gav Main, and Abdul Sabri went out and uh, just being away from home for that long, just playing cricket every day, just focusing so much on. On cricket, it was just it was brilliant for me. I uh, I really enjoyed it. Got to 
like spend time with Kane Williamson, got to like have talk with him, net with him, like got to um like really experience what professional cricket was like, even though I wasn't obviously playing professional cricket. And uh I think that definitely definitely helped me um get ready for the World Cup and then just going to that and I think playing against India and Pakistan, I mean that India game was just absolutely mental. I look back on it and it was just the emotions that I can still feel about it were just mental. I remember I felt like I really let myself down with the bat. Um knew the boy knew the boy was gonna keep pitching up, trying to hit the stumps and just played try to whip a middle of an off ball through a square leg for some bizarre reason. And uh there's there's like a, Craig Young still rips me for it and there's a the Hawkeye on the on the sky cameras was just like red, red, <laughs> red. Oh sake, man. It was the most out of the W you've ever seen. But then Umid, I remember Umid just Umid was brilliant. He batted really well, got us up to like eighty and we were all just like fuck's sake, this is just can't believe we've let ourselves down and then we had them twenty two for five. Like Cheeky took Cheeky got three for Gav Main got two for and uh, they were twenty two for five, remember? Was in the stadium and there was you could look over and see the you, know, you can see both like kind of balconies and uh, I remember just watching their coach like just sprinting up and down the like the open bit like getting shouting at boys getting their pads on and like we had a wee family corner sitting up in like the, the bit and they were all going mental didn't know what was happening and uh, then uh, what do you call him Sarfraz Khan came out and he was like sixteen at the time and just started like genuinely amazing just started whacking like Watty was bowling Watty was bowling brilliantly and he was just hitting Watty off a length over cover for six and he was just what like, do you with that you were trying to get annoyed about it because you felt like the game was slipping away but at the same time you were like this is just a different different level I remember batting and they were they would throw the keeper would get the ball and he would throw it to first slip and first slip would throw it to fine leg and then fine leg would throw it to mid off and the mid off would throw it to square leg, and you're just they were like like shelling it at each other. Do you know what I mean? Like not not like your not your real lobs, like <laughs> shelling it. You're like this is different, man. Never experienced anything like this. Taking you back to New Zealand, um, like what, what was the living arrangements when you were out there? Were you sharing were you sharing digs with the boys or? Yeah, so we we it was like a it was like in a five or six bedroom kind of house that he had, but it was built onto the academy, so he had like. The house was there and then um, had like, a swimming pool and everything, but then the nets were also like kind of in the garden, basically. So there was like six-lane nets in the garden with a fielding area and we all got a club to go to and everything. So the setup he had was brilliant. Uh, I think he's moved to, yeah. to Auckland since, I think. Um, so it's, he's he's doing well for himself, but that the it was good. Me, Gav and Abdul had a, had a room together. We all had a bunk bed and we all slept on top and put all dirty washing <laughs> in the bottom. <laughs> never picked it up for that, weeks, is it Tapuna it's a South it was, Island uh, he's in isn't it yeah uh, Tapuna was, well, it's in North Island so we were in um, the Tapuki it was I think we were in we were in Mount Monganui any nights out that way yeah there was a few Bahama Hut Bahama Hut was the uh, the place to be <laughs> it was real good I remember uh, yeah there was we, could, we got to like train with the Northern Districts and everything it was like they, they they really really kind of stepped up for us. It was really good. So you were set up pretty well for going into the. Yeah, felt that I was I was as ready as ready as I ever would be. And then I think 
the India game, I was a bit disappointed myself. Pakistan after that, um, who were they won it? No, they get into the final that year and get beat by South Africa. But uh, they were they were brilliant. They are left. I get put down to number five, I think, uh, instead of three. And they had a left arm leggy that was just bowling, and I couldn't pick them. I just kept getting down, trying to sweep them, kept missing it, and then eventually swept one, hit my arm, bowled me. And I think I was like. I was I was feeling a lot of pressure. I felt like I've worked so hard all winter and I've not done anything in the three games really that I've played. Uh, and then I think Wrighty spoke to me, dropped me for the next game. Uh, and I think that was like, I was pretty upset by that. I was like, right, it's, you've, you've really got to get your head down here and show them that you, they shouldn't have dropped you. And I uh, managed to go out and they, like, they brought me back in for the next game. I think I hit 80, got man of the match. And then managed to get a couple more fairies. So by the end of the tournament, I was pretty happy with where I went, but just going through that kind of learning curve and that learning experience was definitely good for me. I think I probably had to get dropped. I had to go through that failure to then kind of try and pick myself back up. No, I was saying it was... Li- was that 80 or 72 against Papua New Guinea, eh? Oh, was it? Oh, was it 72? There you go, mate. I'm a, I'm a classic batsman. I always, I always yeah. round it up. That is basically 80, isn't it? You can round it up. You can round it up above actually, 75. I, not 72, mate. Well, in, my head, in my head, I actually thought it was 79. So there you go, you learn something new. <laughs> <laughs> mate, were you, were you counting? Were you counting? Don't say that's still not 80, because I know it's not. <laughs> yeah. But nah, fair, fair play to you, and good, good on you. You've shown uh, the exact answer to getting dropped. You've come back with a score and won them a match, so... Play. Who uh, who else would impress you at that tournament? I know the lad was it Imadil Hack had a hundred and thirty odd for Pakistan. Yeah, yeah, Imadil Hack. Yeah, he was he he just hit the most amazing hundred. I think I, I couldn't tell you, but it felt like he only hit two boundaries and he still scored a runnable hundred. Like it was just every every time you bowled at him, it was just up the other end. He just it would take one, take two, and it was just like we they. They smashed us. They never got a third gear really, and I think they hit three thirty. I think three forty, and uh, that was only a couple of days after having India twenty two for five. So it really kind of put out a statement for us, and we were like, right, maybe that's what that's what kind of this level of cricket is. It's not going to just be twenty two for five every game you play. It's always tough at the nineteens World Cup. Like Scotland haven't really got that good a record, but yeah, you boys obviously by yeah. the signs of it done pretty well. Well, we we had a really good team actually. I think we felt genuinely confident that we could uh, we, we did, I mean to be honest playing against India and Pakistan you're never really going to think that you're going to beat them uh, but having them 22 for 5 chasing 80 from there you think you're, you might get a chance of winning you just need one and then 22 for 6 25 for 6 and you've really got a chance so I think after that um, we had a team that quite a few boys have gone on now and, and got international honours which is which is obviously brilliant to see yeah. So yeah, totally. Good. It's a, a good side. Who, so who else was all on that side then? What is so Andrew? Me. Batting order would have been yeah. Batting order would have been Roscoe and Umid. Uh, me at three. Xander Muir at four. Who was who was a pretty good player. Uh, Nick Farrar at five. Uh, we had a boy Kyle Sterling at six. Who was a South African boy. You got you got drafted in, didn't he? Right at the end. Yeah, he found uh, nowhere and drafted him in. Uh, Alex Baum at seven, who at that age was as good a keeper as, as I think I've I've seen. 
Um, he's what he's another one that you could maybe put on your where are they now eleven because he yeah totally whatever happened to Alex Bomb yeah he could have been really good. Uh, Watty and Gav at eight and nine, and then uh, you were looking at Cheeky and Chris Soul ten and eleven or what yeah Soul and Cheeky yeah. so with a with a pretty solid kind of solid lineup. Stuart Whittingham was was on the was on the kind of sideline, uh, so he never managed to get a game. Um, well, I think he did. He played a couple of games actually, but he's he's another one that was born thunderbolts at the time. Yeah, what he said that he said he was born really fast. Yeah, really fast. Yeah, he said he was right up there. Yeah. yeah. So you came back from that World Cup really keen to impress, getting the A team and then, and then kick on. Yeah, I think that was that was kind of that's the kind of natural progression, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. Well, now they've introduced that development team and. Obviously, you've scored a lot of runs yeah. for the development team and the A team, but um, yeah, that is that's the that's the way to go. So yeah, you then I you, think you moved in. Yeah, go ahead. No, sorry, on you go, on you go. No, I'm saying you moved into the A team and really like established yourself as that, like anywhere in the top four, really, didn't you for the for the A team? Yeah, I think that was that was always the the place I wanted to be, um, and I think just I definitely. I think when I first went in, I maybe felt a little bit out of my depth again, like playing against a lot of county players that were maybe um, on, like, I'd just come back from injury, like, played against some real real good players, real challenging kind of knocks and on some kind of big stadiums, like, played at Northants and Chesterley Street and some really good places. But then I think gradually you just, it does take time, but you just kind of find, you find a way how to do it. It's different. You can't just go out and bat like you would at Fergusley or, or like Clydesdale, it's the wickets are just completely different. So I definitely had to find find a way to do it. Um and it's maybe taken me slightly longer than I'd like, but um well, I'm really proud of my record that I've got at development and at A level. So it's it's just one of these things. We we spoke about that just before we came on, <clears throat> Michael. There's if you look at your record, there's hundreds everywhere scattered quite at quite can uh regular intervals when you've gone down played in England and yeah I think I think I've been able to get maybe two or three every two three four every year almost to the yeah. um and I think um, so it's it's just one of these things yeah we, we we spoke about that and we thought why aren't folk reporting that or telling you about that you know it doesn't it do, this kind of work that the A-team does does down south doesn't really seem to be well publicised or spoken about and and it, like you say it can be against some real top top players that have come in, coming back from injury and are looking looking to yeah. blow off some rust. Yeah, um, I know. I think you, I would like to think that it's definitely in a better place now than it has been at any point previously. I think their social media coverage is is probably much wider, and they maybe try and do a lot more social media stuff than they've ever done before. So that can only help. Um, that's only obviously a good thing. It reaches more people and. But at the end of the day, that that stuff, like I get that, but that was never. That's never really one thing that I've focused on. I've just been there trying to trying to knock down some doors, and uh, I just that's kind of what I need to keep trying to do. But don't get me wrong, that uh, that that full team is isn't easy to to get into. I'm under no illusions that I deserve a place there. It's uh, it's as strong as it's ever been, and there's some boys my age that are are really pushing the door down. Uh, right beside me and just in front of me as well. So I'm just going to have to try and be patient. Just uh, just keep trying to do what I'm doing. But 
it's if I get my chance, I'm just going to have to keep have scoring to take those it. Uh, second team hundreds, and they'll uh, and it'll come soon enough. Do any of those hundreds stand out like yeah. against yeah. like a really noticeable attack? Um, I think more than more than actually a hundred. I think I got it might this might be another uh, eighty that was actually seventy, but I think I. I got a pretty, I got a pretty good one that I was pleased with against Durham when uh, Mark Wood was playing. Uh, that was him just on his way back from from injury, trying to get into the Ashes team yeah. to go out to Australia. And uh, I remember playing. It was at, um, can't remember the ground, but um, remember he was he was trying to prove his fitness. Uh, so he came on and he was he was bowling pretty quick. Uh, me and Jonesy actually, Jonesy is a seriously good player as well. Managed to both get some runs that day. Um, and I think that was that was one for me that really stood out because I was like, God, this guy's like this guy's a test player, and I've been able to score some runs. Um, so maybe maybe that one. I think I remember getting one uh, down in Gloucestershire against it was against Bath, um, who are just like you're a really good club side. But I think I was trying a few new things. Uh, Grant Bradburn was putting me under a lot of pressure to try and to go out and score some runs. Uh, and I think I had, I think I'd got a pair the day before. Actually, we played two T20s, and I get two ducks the day before. So I think I was, I was definitely trying to, trying to prove to him that I could actually do it. He'd said to me, "Score some hundreds for the A team, and you can, uh, well, you'll really be pushing the door down." And the next day, I managed to go out and score a, a pretty good hundred um, that I was happy with. So I think like there's there's been a few that I've been happy with, but. Um, I just need to keep doing them. I think I would have liked some more, obviously. Did you feel the change of coach? There was like you were going to have to prove yourself all over again when someone new comes in, when obviously Burger replaced Bradburn, or were you keen to show a kind of um, new guy? Yeah, yeah, that's probably it's probably a good. Yeah, I think that's probably both. Both, to be honest, I think because I hadn't played any games, I think that maybe put me at a little bit of a disadvantage because if you come in, it's hard to say. Uh, for Shane to say, right, I'm just going to try a team of totally unproven players. But at the same time, um, it was like a fresh slate where I could say, look, this is what I can do. And if if you want to, if this is what you want, then it's, it's what I'll try and, try and deliver. So I think, yeah, a little bit of both. I think it was good and possibly maybe slightly, slightly unfortunate the timing because I think I was just starting to really get close. Um, going out on that tour to Dubai, and not playing was was really yeah, tough. Yeah, remember me to you take. got called up there. That must have been some buzz getting getting your first call ups. Always always some buzz, but on a tour like that, you were playing a couple of ODIs. So. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, we had four ODIs and two an I Cup game against Ireland in the middle. And um, I remember we played. I played it. I think the the worst one was basically when it was. I got, I basically got called up because the ICC had changed yeah. their rules, which, um. So I think it meant that Soli and uh, Stuart Whittingham couldn't go. Uh, at the time, for me, I was probably I was a bit too excited to really be bothered by that. I was just happy to be there. But then I think midway through the tour, the ICC changed their changed their law back, and uh, Grant spoke to me and said, "Look, what a." We're going to withdraw you from the squads because we're going to bring Soli and Stuart out. Um, and for me, that was probably like that was a that was a real low from from how good the experience had been at that point. I think um, 
I felt like that was that was pretty tough to take. And then from there, I think it was that after that it was never really the same. Con took on well on that tour, um, and then I was kind of thrown back into the team because because Con wasn't now in it, and it felt like I'd just been put back in the team, like through Con's. Uh, through Con's kind of illness and none of us really knew what was happening at the time it was all a bit up in the air and like it was it just wasn't the way this tour started um, was was a lot better than the way the tour finished yeah did you get any games did you get any warm-up games or anything like that in there before the ODI started no so no we played well there was two games against Kenya I think that I was really hoping like it was it was a, a warm up game. Um, I mean, I, I like I'm under no illusions. Like it's international cricket. It's not like a, it's not like you're going on a, a lad like a holiday where you or a, a boys trip tour where you can you need to give everyone a game. I'm not saying that uh, I, just because I was taken I should have played, but I think that was maybe that was maybe the first sign to me that it was going to be really ruthless and really difficult to get into that team because like you seen with the England game, the team are team are brilliant. Yeah. And, the, there's some real good players in that top order. Totally. For sure. Anyway, we'll take well, we'll move we'll move on to happier times, mate. So when you travelled uh, to Ireland two thousand eighteen, um to play their A team, more or less, or their equivalent of what they call themselves the Wolves or Yeah. Yeah, they call themselves yeah. the Wolves, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Scotland have dropped that, haven't they? They had the, it used to be the Lions, the Scottish Lions. Was it? Right, okay. I, no, that's that's your time, mate. That's more your time. Back not in the me. glory I, days. I'm not that old. <laughs> that was back when you were a player, Matty, so, I remember. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> right, so the, the Wolves tour. You scored some runs on that tour, did you? Um Yeah, was this was this 2018, did you say? Yeah, I think uh yeah, again, me and uh, me and Jonesy managed to get get a few. Um, so I think that was that was pretty good. But, but like again, it was it's more just been like um, the longer I've spent at that level, I've started to find a way, and I've started to become more accustomed to to what my game is. Um, and my game is different at kind of that level than it is to club cricket and I think that's it would be impossible to keep it the same for me maybe some players some players can do it I think Munzee and Ollie Hales managed to do it incredibly well I don't I really don't know how they've found it they keep their game the exact same or maybe that's doing them a disservice but they they look like they do the game the exact same um it's something I've never been able to find I've I've almost had to to change um change the way I play for for two different uh Two different types of game, two different types of level, but but I I would say now that I'm at an age where I've I'm confident that I've found that, um, and I just need to, I just really need to keep keep trying to to replicate and kind of find what I've done well and just keep keep churning it out. And I know as boring as it sounds, and it's it's not the most enthralling thing here on the podcast. <laughs> That'd be daft. I spotted. Uh, I looked through. I was looking through cards as well, making a spot of that. You got a hundred at Fort Hill, Batsman's Paradise. How did how did you enjoy batting there? That was against Ireland as well. Yeah, that was. Uh, not. Yeah, that was a uh, that was that was funny. Actually, uh, I started batting that game with uh, one of Munsey's bats, 
and uh, it was so broken. Right? It was so broken. But see, for whatever reason, right, I genuinely did not even realise. So I was like, I was hitting like cover drives that were just like trickling <laughs> to the fielder, and I genuinely didn't even. I was, I was just like, I, I thought I couldn't get the boy off the square, and I was like, what's happening here? And all the boys at the side were just saying so it bad. sounded terrible. And uh, and then I think after about ten overs. I, I just went, like, I'm going to try something here because I think I was all about five. So I was like, right, change my bat. And all the boys started cheering. And I was like, oh, it's not that bad. And, uh, Do you think you were retiring I, I or something? The first, the first kind of couple of balls. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think I should have. But the, uh, the first couple of balls I got, I managed to put them away. And then I think from there, I was like, oh, that's that's what's been the problem. I think I've, got, I've actually got a couple at, uh, a couple at Fort Hill. I got one and uh, same. I've seen you score for the Warriors there as well. Yeah, that was a, uh, that was a, uh, that was on the back of a of a late night after a Ferguson Scottish Cup win, and uh, I think the Warriors had been. I think not not to say that I'm unprofessional, but I think I was a uh, I was maybe a wee bit young, a wee bit inexperienced, and just trying to find my way. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> the uh, the the way that me and Richie managed to bat that day. Um, that, I think that was my first week, like pro series hundred. I'd come close in a in a three day game at Stirling, but that was uh, my first pro like regional hundred. Uh, and I think I remember like Safi and I think Adrian was playing. I think it was it was it was a, it was a solid uh, Highlanders team, and I was I was yeah, pretty happy so with that. And obviously, happy hunting ground at Force. How did you go on with the tees there? Yeah, it's tees always, are good. Yeah, I think uh, tees tees are exceptional there. I think I've been I've been lucky that I've been blessed with great tees at Fergusley as well. Not to sound biased, but the the first tees are definitely up there with Fergusley's tees. We've uh, we've been lucky that the the Tahirs, um own a own a couple of subway branches, so so they get some subway platters in every week, and there's some pecora pizzas, garlic bread. It's like a proper spread. We'd spend a bit of time on that table, Hoggy. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure Hoggy would. <laughs> there in the bar, lads. <laughs> <laughs>